Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Guys, it's a very special day. Oh, if ever there was a day that I wished we were back together again in the same physical space, (laughs) that day is today. Today is National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Oh. Oh, man. Zoom. Zoom doesn't do it. What other way? How can we, if we're not near our annoying coworkers, how can we do it virtually? What's the best way? Order them a pizza that's unpaid for? Ooh, I like that. Hmm, put some dog poo on their desk. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Whoa. No, too far to get fired. Okay, all right. I'm yeah. sorry I blew up. Yeah, that's... I meant the fake kinds. We have some in the... In our well, yeah, we track room. Actually, <laughs> that is true. It's right on the window so, Yeah, right very dog real. Can poop. Oh, very man. real. So uh, pass that on. Slap your annoying coworker day. I mean, a slap, a slap in many ways is worse than a punch. I don't if you think had a coworker so. punch you, you'd be like, "Wow, they were filled with such." Rage and aggression. Oh my gosh! If you had someone come up and say, "Oh, Donna," and slap you, like in the face, it, yeah, right across the face. Yeah, no, I no like. It feels more disrespectful than a punch. I think. I would. A punch is like I'm trying to hurt you. A slap is I don't respect you. Wow. Okay, who would you slap if you had to slap someone? Um, well, Today. I don't see anybody anymore. I, Arthur, I wouldn't right? slap Dawn. Yeah, maybe I'd slap B. Arthur. Yeah, because you know what would come next. Oh, hey, hey, Dawn. <laughs> hey, Dawn. Pull it. I'm scrappy. Pull it. Guys, I don't need you guys doing this to I don't want to slap anybody. I hate to be so Pollyanna, but I would feel too bad. You know, oh, I might like just slap someone in the back of the head just to... Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't even remember the last person I slapped in the face. I almost pushed Donna down the stairs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, was she running her mouth again? I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that she hadn't seen a certain thing on the internet that I can't talk about. And I'm like, oh. Donna! And I yeah, and she pushed her. me and I was like, hey! She was taking her first step down the stairs. Oh, yeah, that could have been like, a tumble. Whoops. What was it again? I'll send it to you. Thank you. I'm I'll sure it was something you. dirty. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I'm thinking about oh, who times. I would slap when the uh, last time I slapped someone. Yeah, that's. I think we're beyond that, don't You're you? You're right. You're right. We yes. don't do that anymore. No, not a lot of. Here's a slap. Oh, my. How I didn't like dare that. you? That was a really violent one. Snap out of it. 
Jimmy, wake up! Jimmy. <laughs> it's Jimbo, by the way. <laughs> Get it right. Any hoozle, um, you guys, we got an email today from a listener named Laura. Hey, Laura. And Laura said that Laura. she was watching uh, David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction oh, yeah. with Lizzo. Mm. And that they started talking about Minnesota. Oh. And then he mentioned KSTP. Oh. That's cool, right? We're going to have to watch that one. You know, I bet you it's because David Letterman it strikes me as a historian of sorts. I wonder is he re- referencing the fact that KSTP is that was the uh, the the first television station, I believe, in color in the country. Nope, I know what he was talking about. Oh, Dawn, you watched it? I didn't, but we talked about it on the morning show. Uh, Wait, so was it positive or negative? It was it was just funny. So Lizzo was talking about how she lived in a Dina and what a Dina is like, and it was really hilarious. And then. Um, and then David Letterman said that he interviewed interviewed for a job in as a weatherman in Indianapolis mm. and in Minnesota at KSTP. Oh, okay. and that he um, was taking the cab ride back to the hotel or the airport, and he was on thirty five, and there were these huge, you know, there are these huge fences up on the side yeah. of the highway, and he's like, "Well, what is that for?" And he said, "Oh, that's for the driver was like, that's for the snow drifts so that they don't <laughs> enter the highway." And he goes, "Well, I'm moving to Indianapolis." <laughs> Boy, oh, could cute. you imagine? Instead of Dave Dahl, we I had know. Dave Letterman. Which Kenny was saying that Dave Dahl. Oh, well, it must have been Dave Dahl must have been hired right after that in 1970. And I'm like, he is not that old. Dave Dahl no, or Letterman? Not in 1970. <laughs> Dave Dahl's been on the air for 42 years. But I can't even believe that. 78. Got, 78. Letterman interviewed here in 1970, but still 78. I. This is bizarre to me. Dave Dahl doesn't look. He's the only. Uh, active weatherman in his 90s right now he is in not the market. Stop, stop it. it. This is what oh, Kenny was he? like. He's about he's like my age. <sighs> I don't think he's much older than I. Uh, well, I look, I, mean, I don't know. He Let's has just to be, but do the math. If you do the math, Donna, he's got to be was at least in his 60s. Yeah, in his 60s. Okay. Just That's... when I hear somebody was working in the 70s, I go, I was a like in. Kindergarten. Okay, I, I was, was wor- in preschool. Was try- Let me think about this. I was working since 1980. Oh, okay. Oh my. Like as a kid, I mean, yeah. I was what do you mean, like young. in radio, or but what are you talking about? I was like 80, 81. You know, I was. I had a part-time job at a pharmacy. Wow, there's a Dave Dahl, huh? Who is the co-founder of Dave's Killer Bread? Because I'm looking mm. up Dave Dahl. Suit shorts because I believe that Dave Dahl, one of the first times he was on the air, I think, I think, I had now this is going to feel fake and maybe it is, but this is what my memory is doing right now. I feel like there was a yellow suit and it may have, there may have been shorts involved. There may have been, I don't know, I don't know. I remember them making a deal about this a couple of years ago, uh, for his 40th. No, he's now been on the air for 43 years. That's insane to me. That he is... just does not. I don't know. I'm trying to think about that. Like I've been in radio for 34 at least, 86, 1960, Yeah, 34 years, going on 35 years. I have Dave Dahl's age at 66. Okay, okay. he doesn't look 66. No, he looks he looks at great. Oh. Yeah. Ding dang diggly too. Donna, Donna, when you started in radio. 
What, tell me about, there was a different skill set then, because, I mean, we make a lot of it, you know, like the internet, blah, 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 makes things um, easier. But back then, when you were working the foot crank with one foot and then <laughs> operating crank. the board with the other hands, was that difficult or is that just muscle memory? You pick it up pretty quickly. Um, it's difficult at first until you get used to it. I mean, like every commercial that you hear, like, here's a little inside baseball oh, for we everybody. We so we have a computer. We're basically hands off except for a few things right back in the day you had to pull all your music out of slots right there was a library just like you have library with books there was music and it was one song per what was called a cartridge a cart at that Mm -hmm. time and you'd have to pull all your music for the hour then individually every time a song was about to end you'd have to hit the next song or the next commercial each individually so every 30 seconds you're hitting the next thing and then you've got to put your music away and pull your next hour and you're using um, reel-to-reel tape, and you're splicing tape, you're taking calls, and then you're editing by cutting Mm -hmm. the tape and then taping it back together again and play it back, but you've got to play it back within the next three minutes. I mean, it it was a very, very different now. Like, now I feel like everybody's just smooth sailing. Oh, really? Yeah, Come over here. I know, I know, it's different, but imagine, Dawn, if you were working with carts and CDs and queuing up records, but if you were doing it now. Oh, doing you know, it now, yeah. I wouldn't be doing it. Mm. I would be doing a different job. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very, uh, and everybody took care of their own stuff. We didn't have producers. There's no producer. You are the producer. Yeah. You're doing it all, all of it. Um. By the way, Dave You hear Dahl. that, pretty boy? Hey. What? Dave Dahl, yes. Dave Dahl um, graduated from, uh, in 1972, a graduate of Centennial High School. Oh, okay. And uh, witnessed several tornadoes as a child in Circle Pines. Hmm. Circle Pines! He's local. He's born and raised here. You know, this is one of the very few markets, and I know we have to go, this is one of the very few markets in the country where... Everybody's not a transplant who works at mm-hmm. in TV I mean, and radio. People stay here. They stay here, or yeah. they go away for a while and come back. That's what Amy told yeah. me. That it's like unheard of that you don't have to leave and then come back because usually you go, you you work smaller markets and then you work your way back to a large market. But this here, they just hire you right here. Hey, man. Saving on those uh, those traveling expenses, those moving expenses. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get expensive. There you go. Hey, quick Facebook question. What's the oldest electronic device you still own? On this day in 2001, Apple introduced the iPod. So I thought that would be kind of fun. We'll get to some of your answers coming up next hour. But when we come back, we're going to have some things that make us go, huh. There's a difference between a crevice and a crevasse. What? I will tell you about all of that. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Morning, welcome back. Thanks, Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Let's have some fun with words. Some people say crevice, some people say crevasse, and it feels like they're saying crevice, but fancy. Well, British people say crevasse too, right? Oh. Bear Grylls says crevasse. Well, he's actually using it correctly. Oh. He's not being fancy. There's a difference between a crevice and a crevasse. A crevice is a small crack. Mm-hmm. A crevasse 
is a huge crack. Hmm. Okay. Like in a glacier. In a glacier, <laughs> yes. It says glacier, too. Also, a cravat is another word for a neckerchief. Yep. Or a... What's the other word for that? Scarf? Scarf? Guy scarf? Yeah. Is, but not... Ascot? You know, ascot is the ascot. word I'm looking for. Yes, Donna. Thank you. Girl, you look good. Why don't you back that ascot up? <laughs> so you can say that. Because it's like, hey, bring back that ascot. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Donna would never date a guy who even thought of wearing an ascot. Unless he was a magician and he was doing an old-timey <laughs> type of a costume. <laughs> you don't hate magicians. Donna, you doth protest too much. You say you hate magicians, yet you are hot for all of them. I'm not. Just David Blaine, right? David Blaine. No. Chris Angel. If Chris Angel walked in right now with guy liner on and yep. his Kate Goslin hair like and a wallet chain. Fluttery. No, I'd like it, but I'd want him to like show me some sleight of hand. Yeah, and I'd be like, bye. No, yeah, you would hug him so hard. It's just like people with style. Mm. The nonconformist conformist? Yeah. Her first question on a blind date is always, have you ever considered anarchy? <laughs> Donna, I'm sorry. Listen. Have you ever put a spell on a woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You're our buddy. We hope good things for you, Donna. This will pick you back up. You're from New Jersey, right? Yep. Donna. What? The founder of Jersey Mike's Subs. The best subs around. Isn't named Mike. Oh. He's a guy named Peter Cancro. Peter Cancro worked at a shop called Mike's Subs in New Jersey when he was in high school. Then he decided to buy it and franchise it. It's really good. Mm, I love it. The best, the, the secret I know what the secret to those good subs are. What is they're this? Jersey, it's what? Jersey subs are like this. You got to have red onion, okay. oil and vinegar, oil okay. and oregano. Oh, oil. so the mix is oil and vinegar, oil and red vinegar with oregano mixed in, and then you drizzle it on the sandwich. But Thank not you. red onion because I'm allergic to that. It gives right. me migraines. Wow. Oh, that's unfortunate. Migraines. Those are. I've had one. And it about late. I mean, I was like, read me my rights. <laughs> Last rights, I think is what I'm about to say. Not yeah. like I'd be yeah, in right. prison. Um, <laughs> like what? But oh my gosh, it was miserable. I'm so mad I'm going to commit crimes. That's read right. me my rights. Just read them now because I'm going to hit somebody. Uh, the Holy Roman Empire wasn't dissolved until 1806, technically. Which means there were three decades where both the Roman Empire and the United States Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's, we're both in existence at the same time. Really? Rome wasn't built in a day. I believe it was the uh, Romans who came up with the grid system that we now use for all roads in cities and towns. The Roman grid system is what that was called. Uh, the, you know, like if you did an aerial view of streets, mm-hmm. they look like grids. Gridlock. Oh, my gosh. That's probably where gridlock comes from. Cool. Did my mic cut out or are you guys just not responding? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's neat. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Sure is, Steve. It's really good. Look, guys, I was trying to delay and maybe not get to this one, but if you're not going to give me the oh. false overreaction that I long for, I'll tell you about a chimp's poop throwing and what it means. This is real. Chimps throw their poo, and it's actually a sign of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Oh. The more accurately the, the, the chimp throws his or her feces, the stronger his brain. Okay. What? How, so do, how do the two even relate? I don't know. What did they do? Did they set up a bullseye? A bullseye. Yeah. Okay. That makes In sense. In somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> like a person. You know, you know how at the it. Renaissance Festival they have the person's yeah. face through the hole and then you throw yeah. tomatoes at yes, it? it's like that. <laughs> it's like a chimp Renaissance Festival. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I mean, you funny. think they would... Um, do they measure other ways of intelligence? Like, can you put this outfit together with style? You See, know, there like you a go. Small Question. Chimp suit. <laughs> I once saw. I remember we were on a field trip when we were in school, and we saw a monkey monkeying around. Mm. Huh. Oh. With his oh. anatomy. Oh and yeah, they do that. It was the oh. most. I had laughed that whole year. Was mm-hmm. that day? I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm, really super. Bad. They are super uncomfortable. Stretchy. Um, by the way, if you're suffering from an existential crisis, you can get some relief with Tylenol. A study found that Tylenol actually helps people overcome the fear and anxiety that comes from deep philosophical issues. What? What? Oh, yeah. Well, you should have started with sorry, that. I'm sorry. I want to know more trip. about it. No, that's all. Oh, man. Three. You guys, when we come back, we're going to have a special guest. We'll be talking with the COO and president of Alina Health about their Caring for Caregivers Fund. That is who we're going to be raising money for during Project Down and Dirty. So, uh, we'll find out what that fund is all about when we come right back. Whew, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Lisa Shannon, the COO and president of Alina Health, is joining us to talk about Alina's Caring for Caregivers Fund, who we are going to be raising money for this year, starting next week with Project Down and Dirty. Uh, good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Um, You know, we've seen the, I guess you could say the economic impact COVID-19 has had on so many people, including some who are still working. And of course, on the front lines, like our healthcare workers. Lisa, can you give us an overview of what this fund does to help Alina employees and under maybe what types of circumstances someone would be eligible to use the fund? Yes, and thank you for having me, and it would be my pleasure to do so. Alina Health Caring for Caregivers Fund was really established to help, as you identified, support employees that 
are facing financial difficulties during this pandemic so that they can really stay focused on caring for our community. There are many employees, like so many families in our community, who've had loved ones, maybe a spouse or a child, lose their jobs, and they are supporting family or Mm. friends or others differently. And this fund is intended to help them support those financial hardships. Again, our goal is to ensure that they have their attention and focus on caring for the health Mm. of our community. And the more we can do to relieve their burdens, we want to do that for them. And so that's taking care of really practical needs too. So so if someone, they're in a situation, spouse has lost their job and they are a healthcare worker, they might be able to then come to you guys and say, hey, look, times are tough. We're, we can't make this car payment or paying the mortgage this month is difficult because we went from two income to one, or as you said, now a child is living with them again, whatever it might be. They can come and just say, here's a practical need that you guys might be able to help meet. We have a process where they apply for fund support. It's reviewed and we're very generous with it. The community has been so generous to help us, along with our Alina Health Leadership team that has received over $1.1 million in donations. That's awesome. Um, Can I ask if, if, let's just say, Lisa, someone doesn't have the means to donate monetarily, are there other ways for people to get involved and to help? Thank you. We have been so appreciative of, can't tell you how much it means to have cards and notes, Mm. words of encouragement. That's cool. We've had people who still make masks that we Mm. can give fabric masks to patients or families. All of those items mean the world. Well, and I think it's important, too, for the caregivers. There was this immediate rush of... You know, there's signs up in windows, thanks to our healthcare workers and all of that. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, Lisa, as I'm sure you understand, so many of us throughout the state, throughout the country are feeling this COVID-19 fatigue, where it's just like, man, here we are seven months later and we're still in this. But the reality is that the caregivers and the healthcare workers, they are, they're still working just as hard to make sure that the pandemic doesn't spike again here in our uh, state and that folks can stay safe. I can only imagine that the stress that they're under for such a long period of time is only heightened now knowing that we are walking into flu season, which mm-hmm. creates a great unknown all over again. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that we ask all of the community, take care of yourself and your family. Right. Get your flu shot, wash your hands, physically distance. We know it's fatiguing. By you staying as safe and keeping people you love as safe as possible, you give us space to take care of all the health care needs of our community. If you have COVID, we're there for you. If you have other health conditions, we'll be there for you. The more that we can reduce the transmission of the virus, the more you're supporting the caregivers in our community. Right. And I would imagine that... You know, being working in a healthcare environment has got to take a mental toll on oh, a lot yeah. of employees. Um, how is is that being addressed? Is there support in that capacity for employees? 
We, we most certainly are. We have, through our employee assistance program, through our mental health professionals, through our wellness offerings, both for the, our own workforce and providers, as well as for the community, we are really encouraging everyone to take very good care of their mental health right now. It is a stressful time. There are mindfulness activities that we make available online to our employees. Some teams do them together. Others make them available to individuals. And oftentimes, it's to know you are not alone. And gratitude is quite an anecdote to stress. Mm -hmm. So knowing the appreciation that so many have for us, is uh, it, it does give us strength. We're talking with Lisa Shannon, the uh, COO and president of Alina Healthcare, and we're talking about their uh, Caring for Caregivers Fund. So here's the deal now, Lisa. Next week, Project Down to Dirty officially kicks off here, our reality show on the radio. This year, it is the classic radio drama, <laughs> War, of, War of the Worlds. feels very fitting for 2020. It just feels like the appropriate uh, modern retelling and hopefully a comedic retelling of that. Um, at the root of it, you should know this going in. Donna and I are sort of idiots. And so we feel, uh, so, sorry, Donna, I'll speak on behalf of both of us. We feel a little outmatched that we've been teamed up with such a, uh, a high minded uh, group like Alina, but we will do our best. Do we have your belief and support next week? I completely believe in you and do not think for a moment that you aren't uh, one for us to keep up with on the intellect side. So we appreciate all you're doing and we, we appreciate you very much. And we appreciate you um, honoring us by reminding the community that we are there for them. And we really appreciate whether it is a contribution to our caring for caregivers or a card, a note, a thought, keep yourself safe. It means so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lisa. You, we've Lisa. got uh, we've got your uh, website linked up on our website, so everybody uh, can just go to mytalk1071.com, look for um, Caring for Caregivers. That's our fund. We're going to be raising a lot of money for you next week, and we will probably talk to you later on next week. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Lisa. Be well. Thank, Thank you. you. Same to you. Have a good day. That's a good reminder that she gives, too, of, you know, take care of the healthcare workers by taking good care Absolutely. of yourself. Absolutely. You know, that that's a, that's a good reminder. You know, and it's really great to see that we have really great employers, right? I mean, it's nice to work for somebody who really cares and shows appreciation to you right. for what you do. And these are people who are potentially, you know, risking their oh, their yeah. own health and their mental health, physical health. They're going home to their families. Right. You know? It's just they're really putting themselves on the line. And yeah, we have this fatigue with the pandemic. We're tired of it. Maybe some of us have been a little lax on what we do. They don't have a choice. They have to always be completely right. following the rules and on guard because it's their job. Yes. And so it's got to no be relief for them. Yeah. And it's got to be really frustrating mm -hmm. to see people who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing because ultimately you're putting them at risk. Exactly. And they're the people we need to take care of us. Mm -hmm. So right. um, we'll and we be, need to get our flu shots done. Yes. 
Well, Dawn has to wait. I have to wait. Oh, that's right. But Dang it. You have an it's excuse. Okay. I have I'm just week. delinquent. <laughs> um, it's really easy. Just go into one of the drugstores. Yeah, I know. You can, I talk to um, the, uh, you know, inside Target, CVS. Yeah. It doesn't cost oh, yeah, you, and it won't cost you a dime. You just show them your card and they. Yeah, you know, your insurance. You pull um, your pants down. They no, no, get no. Your, hey, Donna. Oh, in Target, no, Donna, right next no. to the produce. Oh, that's no, not no, how you get No, no, guys, that's. No, Donna, you may not have gotten a flu shot. <laughs> you. <laughs> You may have been injected with something else. Oh, Lord I need to fill out a police report. She By the way, eighties, we need to give her other shots. Yeah. So, jeez. <laughs> Project Out of Dirty Twenty Twenty. By the way, is uh, classic radio drama. It's presented by Doctor Anesthetics and Three Sixty Painting in Minneapolis. You can follow along. Kicks off uh, next Monday, October twenty sixth, all the way through Friday, October thirtieth. Our shows are going to uh, rehearse. We'll be performing the comedic War of the Worlds retelling. And we are going to raise money, as we mentioned, um, for great charities. And we're doing that with the help of matching donation partners that we have. Voyage Healthcare, Phil Olson, Senior Mortgage Planner with Cross Country Mortgage, AARP, Crescent Diet, I got it, Crescent Tide (laughs) Cremation, and others. You can learn more uh, about Project Down and Dirty, classic radio drama at mytalk1071.com. Keyword project. I'm a pro. You're a pro. Me do good on talking now. It doesn't matter if you make a mistake. It's how you recover that counts. Thank you, Radio 101. Pittsburgh, <laughs> Minneapolis, St. <laughs> Paul. What happened to those? Uh, oh, jingles? KTMY. People still Jingle have packages. Minneapolis, yeah. St. Paul. Wow. Donna Valentine. KTMY. Pittsburgh. There you go. Just, I'm going to pull that and we'll just use that <laughs> every time. Yep. OMG, you guys. Uh, oh, Dawn. 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 Dawn has a follow up story. And if you see something, say something that has to do with Chipotle. We'll get to that. And another um, related fast food story that I have, Steve. What? I know things. I like fast food. I'll tell you about how it relates to the Royals when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Woo! Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Albert. Yeah. You guys remember that show? Yes, I do. It's getting a reboot. It is. No. Oh. I fully fell oh, for that. I'm I mean, sorry. that was like... No, you can't even have a show called Fat Albert anymore. Oh. No. It'd have to be Big Boned Bobby. <laughs> no, because remember Christy Alley had Fat Actress? That, that wasn't was even, that long ago. It was long mm. enough ago. We can't say the F word anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. No, but what about, isn't Fat Amy somebody in the... Wow. Wow, she's our boss, Donna. <laughs> I so not fat. No, Fat Amy is from um, the Pitch Perfect movies, I think, right? Uh, yeah, it's a little different because it's in a movie. Yeah, Don, shouldn't we or distance ourselves TV? from this? I don't know. PR. Maybe it's because it was a kid. Fat Albert was a kid. Was he a hmm. kid? Yeah, he was a kid. I never saw. Was it a cartoon? Right? It. Yeah, it was a cartoon. And Bill Cosby yeah, yeah, yeah. is the yeah, voice. Is the voice of <laughs> Fat Albert. Right. 
Wow. Okay, guys, I got to talk about um, Tortilla Gate. Remember Chipotle started charging 25 cents for their tortillas? Yes, because yes. they knew people were getting the burrito bowls, thinking yes. they were getting more action on the inside. And Chipotle was like, yeah, no. Really? Because, you know, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't and I either. just learned about this hack, which is you buy a burrito bowl, you ask for tortillas on the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Side like a couple of them. Yeah. Free of charge. And then you just roll up two massive burritos because they put more in the bowl and they weren't charging for the tortillas. Well, on Wednesday... Um, the the president of Chipotle revealed the mm. reason why his name is Jack Harding, and he's er- here to just uh, rain on everyone's parade. Mm-hmm. He talked about why the company decided to start charging for its tortilla side. Oh, okay. okay. What, did he, what did he say? Okay, that's because um, they reported a revenue increase of 14.1% to $1.6 billion in the most recent quarter. So the, they increase their revenue, but their operating margins declined by 1.3%. Oh. So here's the thing that happened. They can't control the fact that more people are ordering steak. They brought back carne asada, and they've seen a huge increase of people buying steak. Yeah. And that lowers their margins. Uh, because chicken is the cheapest thing for them to do, but right. more people started buying steak. Also, they're having to pay for employees who have to be laid off for COVID-19. Mm. They can't control that either um, because they pay their employees if they have to be gone, which is very nice of them. Because not all companies do that, including some right. healthcare companies. Right. If a doctor gets sick, some healthcare companies don't pay their doctors while they're away. Right. Shameful, by the way. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they go ahead and do that for their employees. So those two factors there, the stake issue and the paying employees who aren't working, that caused a problem. And that's why they started charging 25 cents oh, for each see? tortilla. And we were giving them a whole bunch of crap. It's only a quarter. Yeah, he goes, if somebody wants to buy the tortilla, they can pay. Wow, Jack, calm down. Yeah, chill, Jack, that's a little aggressive how you said it, but we understand where you're coming from. Can I offer a dissenting opinion on the story in general and uh, the the premise upon which it was predicated? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I have always thought that I have to fight for the amount of food that I get in the burrito bowl. Really? Whereas every time that I get 
a burrito mm -hmm. from Chipotle, I am always like, man, this is the thickest, fattest, excuse me, yeah. big bonedest burrito <laughs> I've ever had. Yeah, they're so large. You're I, like, how could somebody eat all of this? And so then when 20 I saw this, minutes later, it's you. Yeah, and you're like, wow, I did it. Look yeah. at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I didn't even know what I was capable of. But I've always thought the exact opposite. So when I saw this story yesterday, I thought, this is interesting because I always thought I'm getting less when I get a burrito bowl. And then that's when you have to be like, oh, can I get a little more? Could you get a little more rice? Now, please? let me ask you something. When I get a burrito please. bowl, I only get lettuce in there, so it's just like oh, a no. salad. Do you also get the rice? Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Yes. I mean, I'm surprised that you're fighting for a large bowl because that's I, what makes mine smaller. Yeah. See, the the rice, any anything, you could be like, can I get a little more steak, mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm, more salsa? Mm -hmm. Oh, Donna's never eaten mm -hmm, Mex Mexican mm -hmm. food. You've never mm -hmm. eaten Chipotle? One time. She didn't even know what a burrito was a year ago. It was a coin flip as to whether or not she was actually identifying a burrito. <laughs> We're That's the have God's to do honest truth. Like a, a trivia quiz. What is this? Taco shell. What is this? Tostada. Donna, when you had Chipotle, do you remember? Did you have a burrito or... You know, I think I've had a burrito when they first opened here on Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis. Because Not a burrito bowl. Bus. Nope, it was an actual burrito. And I was like, oh my gosh, who can eat this? It's mm. like five meals in one. <laughs> I know. So, it's so big. And then another time I went with our friend Marley McMillan. God rest and I got a soul. burrito bowl. Oh she's she's fine. I just saw Isn't her. she in New Orleans? No, she's in Nashville. That's what I said. So the second time I got a burrito bowl and it was it was fine. Hmm. It was it was it was food, you know. You know, when thing. this whole thing shakes out, the three of us, mm -hmm. the three amigos, yeah, we'll go to Chipotle, and I'll buy us all tortillas. Wow. Burritos is what I meant to say. Oh, just I'm the tortilla. Not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll spring for the tortilla. You buy your own bowl. That sounds great. Okay, I like that. While we're on the topic of fast food, I have a story I would like to share with all of you. I saw it on Twitter. Poor yeah. Prince William. What's wrong now? So Losing more hair. Oh. Wow. Shots fired what? by Don McLean <laughs> on a Friday. It's got to be fine. hard. I know. No, so there's going to be a crown on it someday like he cares. Right. He's, that's true. <laughs> he's hanging out with some buddies, it appears, on the streets of, I'm assuming it's London. And he is looking through the window of a KFC. Oh. And people are putting like very fun, like KFC decided to troll him. And what, <gasps> what? they write? They wrote, you know, they're just messing with him. So they caught the picture. KFC tweeted it and it says, Oh, I just can't wait to be wing instead of king. See what they did there? Oh, I just can't wait to be wing. Some people are calling him his royal finest. No, that's funny. That's KFC too, actually. It's the UK and Ireland KFCs. And so it's very funny because now you can see the people staring back at him in another picture. Right. That woman just like, uh, is that What is he doing? He loves you know, it. Well, go inside and get get yourself a sandwich. <laughs> I think, I think maybe he's just just wanting they, to be with the commoners. Maybe he's just looking in. They've got a different setup there. They got a lot of touch screens inside of this KFC. Maybe he's just looking in at the modern adaptation, the the current version I of a Kentucky that. Fried Chicken. 
Yeah, well, they it do must have. be a big deal over there too, right? A KFC. It's, it's a like, nice one too because it's on a fancy street with all glass windows, and it just looks mm-hmm. very modern. Yeah, the Colonel's head right above Williams, the Colonel they, and the Prince. They say he later waved through the uh, window. But look at his buddies in the background, kind of laughing. Fun. I, yeah, I might not see. That oh, one. those his buddies back there. I'm gonna assume buddies. those are his buddies. Oh yeah, and the, oh, there's oh, a guy. Oh, there are his buddies. You see the guy crossing the crosswalk too. Buddy moves. <laughs> uh, yeah, just yeah. What's he eating? Probably something. Looks like he's amazing. sucking on something. Ew, Steve. Hmm. Donna, I'm not seeing the full pictures. Like oh, you guys you're not. Are, are you? No. Did you click on the link? Oh no, I just Googled it. Oh, click oh, on well, the link. Oh, hey now. I'm on a touch screen where I can really zoom in. I'm zooming in on this guy. Yeah. I don't know what he's up to, but he appears to be either blowing into something. <laughs> no, he's a, eating. Because there's a close up of him. If you keep scrolling down, and listen, we're gonna. I'm gonna post this for everybody so you can see what we're talking about yeah. at mytalk1071.com. I know that's not the most riveting radio when you're just sitting there going, oh, yeah, look at the guy no, and the a, thing and the whatchamacallit. I forget that we're on the air because we talk so much. <laughs> yeah, I forget that people are listening to us. It's terrible. I most of the time think that we're that's on TV. Good. I'm fully made up <laughs> right now. <laughs> you're, you're grinning and mugging for a camera that isn't yeah. there. I'm wearing a suit jacket. Oh, man. Steve. It's fun to be alive. Steve, I'm working on finding our political ads right oh, now. Oh, yes, yes. So I found Sweet. one. I have to find the other because it is, you know, election season. So. Uh, yeah, we, we did some uh, some really. Stupid. On the nose <laughs> ads about each other. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. So I sent Dawn one. I've got to oh. find the other because we got to play him back to back. Sure, sure, sure. So we'll try to get to that within the next like half hour or so, so everybody can hear them. They're from a couple of years ago, so I don't know if they still hold up oh. today. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ain't that the truth, buddy boo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We don't really have much new music today. I was just going to say those same exact words. We've got a cool story about Elton John. I love that story. Um, Just a reminder or so. But I think we have a dance party when we come back. What do you say? I can tell you something about Steve Perry if you want to know that. Steve does. He loves Steve Steve Perry. Perry. Okay. All right. And Don will have a dirt alert too. All sorts of exciting stuff coming up next hour. Also, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We got tips. Don't go away, okay? We're all best friends together. (laughs) We're baby buddies. Let me go let the dog out real quick. I'll be right back, maybe.